Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. I'm kind of questioning what's, what, if, we're, if this is good. It's good. It's good? Okay, good. It's good. There were, <laughs> John was making some last second changes right before we went on the air. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like I have a gigantic patch bay. I kind of wish I did, like, to have a fake patch bay. <laughs> it's like, hang on a second! And then you just, like, pulling things, throwing switches, and a gigantic lever, like, you know? And have one of the Death Star things, the boom. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that was, like, it was just a video switcher? Yeah, yeah. no, dude, the, totally looks the like TV station switcher. that I worked at in in California, like, five years ago, five and a half years ago, the switchboard they used was the switchboard, <laughs> not the, the switchboard, oh, okay. but the same cool. exact model. I was like, you touched as the, the one they used in the Death Star. That's amazing. <laughs> and so people, whenever when they whenever they do tours, they'd be like, and this is the Death Star controller. <laughs> This is what destroyed Alderaan. <laughs> like, my thing is, like, you too can have your own Death Star, you know? It's like, oh, come on, yes. this is amazing. That uh, silky, smooth, sultry voice you hear is none other than, you guessed it, Josh Fulton. Hey, hi. <laughs> That's right, we didn't even introduce <laughs> You hear so much of a, uh, a third co-host. We need to add you like, to I know, the we intro. Need to, we need like, to have on the, the episodes like, you're on. Hi, my name is John, and my name is Chris. <laughs> and Fulton! <laughs> I'm here too! <laughs> Would you, ser- I wish I'm that, serious about that. Yeah, that'd be really fun. <laughs> on like a semi-related note, I wish that there w- we did like a video podcast, because <laughs> the, the prep that you do... As like the themes, like little little behind the scenes here. So John presses play every, before we record. He presses play and we hear the intro. That's right. And then he mutes it right before Chris goes, hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We're your host. Okay. So like, but the, like, you don't breathe. You're just like, it's like as soon as like, as soon as he hits play, you're like, <gasps> I don't notice that. It's the and then breath. as soon as he mutes it, you go, yeah. Everybody, what's really funny? Scream it every single week. Whenever I go to like edit the podcast, I always like look to make sure because like the first little bit is always like the loudest thing on the podcast. I mean, I need to restrain myself. (laughs) No, no, it's fine. I just keep like I wish we could just play every single. Hey, everybody, like like in succession. So you could just hear it like throughout. Like the first one's like, "Hey, everybody, welcome," and then it's like over the years, it's gotten higher and higher and louder. Just oh more and more abrasive every every episode. <laughs> <laughs> like I just want to jump around too. Like oh here's here's episode ten. Here's episode two hundred. Here's episode you know just like jump to all of the different ones. <laughs> so uh, this week we are talking about a quiet place. Oh my god, which is not what the first part of the podcast is. It's not a no. quiet place. <laughs> well, I mean this isn't a quiet place. <laughs> if uh, if loud noises are a trigger for you, this is not the place. To I be. actually heard that there are apps on your phone for podcasts and for like other things that will like skip forward whenever there's silence in a podcast and i'm like i don't like that at all seems weird like if huh. if i want if there's a silence like i, w- I kind of want it to be there i so oddly enough my tape deck in my car does that what it fast forwards <laughs> through silence yeah if it hits silence so like if there's too long of a gap between two songs it will fast forward but like sometimes it's like by the time it decides to fast forward then the other song is starting so then it like it does this weird thing where it like it goes forward hears it goes backwards because it'll, it'll go until yeah, yeah. it hears something and then it will go backwards and start I think over that again was, that was a feature they started implementing when cds were starting to get popular because oh. i had a friend 
who uh, we went camping in their motorhome once, and their tape, the tape player in their motorhome, you could you could just skip to the next song, and it would oh. recognize when the next song started because it would you know hear the audio. That's uh-huh. super fancy. And so you would just like it had like a skip song, and you just and it would go, and then it would start playing. <laughs> That's incredibly fancy. <laughs> that I'm awesome. not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah. Like I kind of I kind of want to to have one of those. And I guess that's sort of what like DVR is as well, because you can fast forward and it like auto recognizes when the commercials are over. No, that's I think didn't TiVo have a like a feature or something had a feature where that happened, mm. but then I think that there was some kind of lawsuit. That makes sense, um, actually. <laughs> because they were like, Well, you're you're basically cutting out all of our revenue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, we just won't broadcast on your source anymore yeah. if... <laughs> but it does could do the whole thing, which is fancy, like, or at least mine does. I don't know if they all do. Who knows? Where, like, you're fast-forwarding, and then you see the next show, and then you, you press stop, and it, like, backs yeah. up, you know? It's got, like, like, a pre-roll oh, on Adjust it. for human error. Yeah, yeah. You, you feel like a magician when you hit it, like, <laughs> right on. <laughs> it's like a mini-game. Yeah. Totally worth the 120 bucks I don't a month. know. There's some, like, promos that, like, fade in, kind of like TV shows do. They always fake me out, man. And I'm like, oh, crap. I didn't mean to stop it here. Yeah. And half the time, it's some news guy being like, there's going to be storms tonight. It like, <laughs> it, like, slow fades. Like, see, what I want the transitions to be between commercials are, like, the Star Wars transitions. Like, with, like, this hot <laughs> slide pan, you know? Just, <laughs> <laughs> and there's a stormtrooper there, you know, just selling you stuff. Um, so we talk about A Quiet Place later. That's right. Um. I'll just say you need to stay listening for that. Yep. Yeah. That was wild. Don't turn off the podcast. It was a wild ride. (laughs) Also, don't make any noise. We should do an ASMR podcast. We should just whisper this entire thing. Mouth noises. Oh, gosh. No. Oh, no. I got chip money. No, man. (laughs) What's hilarious is like. There have been probably we can probably count them on our hands. Um, the number of episodes, like there's been a couple of episodes where it's like one of us will like forget that we have gum, gum in, in our mouth, yeah, until oh, like halfway gosh. through the, and then you're just like, oh no, because it's just like, oh no, it just sounds like you're constantly like eating a pizza or something like that on the podcast. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> All right, so uh, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> Oh, uh, me? Yeah, yeah oh, okay. sure. Anything other than the mouth noise pizza. <laughs> Anything other than mouth noises. Uh, I've been playing some Sea of Thieves. Mm. I played a little bit of Fortnite this week. Not nice. too much. Nice. but Have you played yeah. the mobile game yet? Yeah. It's real hard. <laughs> yeah, screw that. I, I, <laughs> I got one I'm... kill the other night with oh. a handgun. Oh, yeah. Oddly nice. enough. Nice. Well, what's funny is like on console, the best guns are the guns that have 100% accuracy mm. that don't have any bloom to them or, uh-huh. or any uh, spread. <laughs> right, right. So like the sniper rifles or uh, the the scoped ARs, like they oh, have – like yeah, scoped yeah. ARs have 100%. On mobile, it's actually a detriment because you can't <laughs> aim. <laughs> and so they, they put a – they put more uh, auto aim on other guns, but guns that have 100% accuracy, you have to be 100% accurate with. So it's like you might as well just run around with a common assault rifle yeah. and just try. Yeah. No, I, I totally just blew somebody's brains out just with like a submachine gun, just like, and they're dead. And then I'm like literally 20 feet away from somebody with a scoped AR, and I'm like, doing, 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 like a yeah. cartoon character yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to. Yeah. My, like my thing right now is I, in order to hit anybody, I kind of just have to stand still. Yeah, and so I stand still, and aim and shoot. Well, I'm like, that's not. Yeah, what good? Honestly, though, and even in the main game, like the uh, if you have a burst, 
which I, I've been starting to love the burst. If you stand still with the burst, the accuracy and uh, and the like bullet spray is so good yep. that you might as well like if I have a, a a blue one of those. Like until I get like a golden scar, like I'm just using the blue uh, burst because you stand still, bop, take people out like that. Yeah, it's crazy. I need to yeah, aim well, before I pull I think the trigger. All hits. <laughs> if you hit all three hits yeah. on a on a burst, that's ninety damage. That's yeah. insane. It's wild. Yeah. And uh, yeah, once I started doing that, because I was like, why are people being able to take me out with bursts? Like, it's it should be harder. But yeah. it's like they were stationary all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to do that now. I usually I usually run with a green burst uh, <coughs> until I see a blue AR. But then if I see a blue burst, I drop mm. the blue AR and I go for the burst. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So on the Fortnite kind of uh, on that train... I mean, do you want to cover it now or in the news about the uh, the event that's potentially going to happen in Fortnite? Oh, we can talk. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, I guess I logged on like a week ago, and then uh, as I was going down, I'm like getting these weird like rumbles, massive <laughs> rumbles. Like, and on the uh, the Xbox controller because they have the HD like the rumble in the not HD rumble that's a Nintendo thing. They have the rumble in the uh, the triggers, the haptic yeah, yeah. feedback. I feel like every single controller other than Sony is like we're doing weird things with rumble, and Sony's just like nah, we're doing normal things with rumble. Um, <laughs> the thing is, I feel those same rumbles on the phone. Do you? Yeah, I think. I, I don't have. know. Interesting. But like on the, like it rumbles your entire controller, like triggers yeah. the body of the controller, but there are like these random rumbles, and I'm like, what's going on here? At first I thought maybe it's like a proximity thing to other characters and that sort of thing. Totally not that. Because I would be like, oh man, there's maybe there's somebody close by. This is maybe a glitch. And I'm like somehow able to sense whenever there's people nearby. But no, that's not it at all. Over the week though, people have noticed there's a comet in the sky. Yeah. So what's weird is so that with the rumble specifically, is Epic like put out a statement. It was like, yeah, it's it's a glitch. We're gonna fix it in the next patch. Yeah, it's a bug. Yeah. <laughs> like, We're taking what it out. What does that mean? Oops. And then it's no, it's not. Um, yeah. Well, at least we don't think so. Unless this guy. I mean, we haven't verified this. I haven't. I, no, but I mean, yeah. There definitely seems to be a pattern. Yeah. yeah. But apparently, somebody actually sat down, figured it out, and it's actually Morse code. Mm. And it stands for SOS. Yeah. And then it has K. What is it? No, K? no, D D five. Okay. Five. And, and then four one eight, which is which has, uh, the the what is it the D five corresponds to the the square of the map uh-huh. that has uh, the twisted towers like tilted so the, towers tilted towers yeah one of the most uh, like the largest hotbeds of of destruction yeah and uh, eliminations in the yeah. entire game and there's that comment so there's a comment in the sky that's gradually getting closer and um, there have started to be. Uh, um, Telescopes. Uh, telescopes that pop up. Yeah. Just on top of a lot of different peaks. Like there's like little campsites that weren't there before with a bunch of telescopes pointed straight at it and everything. Yeah. Yep. And so the assumption is that um, 418 could either stand for April 18th <clears throat> or could stand for April 2018. And so, you know, they think that that, that comet or whatever it is in the sky is yeah. going to hit the towers on uh, probably later this month at some I, point. I think it stands for April only because the this season ends at the end of the month. Doesn't mm. it? I think it has like 28 uh, days left or something it, yeah. like that. Interesting. So um, I feel like whatever change they're going to make, they'll make at the end of the season. Mm. I, I mean, a lot of people are thinking that the comet's going to hit Tilted Towers. I, I tend to agree with that. Like, I can see them getting rid of Tilted Towers. Yeah. It is one of those, like, half the people 
are are eliminated within like minutes of the match. Oh like yeah, you, like if you survive like ninety seconds in a match once you hit the ground, like well, I'm at least in the top fifty. Yeah, because and, seventy are gone, or, or no, thirty are gone immediately almost in t- in the towers. Yeah. yeah, because like you just drop there, it's it's nuts. Um, if you can make your way out of that and be be the uh, the top person in the towers, like come yeah. out king of the hill, of the towers there, um, you can be strapped to to your teeth, but. Whatever it is, I love the fact that it's happening. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, just cool things. Like, look at that. That is close. Look, it's closer. I pulled it up on my mobile device. iPhone. I don't know why I said mobile device. <laughs> my mobile device. Is it even on Android yet? I don't even know if... Uh, so, like, the tail's longer. You can see that. It looks... Yeah. I it also is way brighter at night. What it looked like. Um, it's definitely brighter whenever it's night outside. Does that look closer to you? I don't. I, I don't know about it on your... Uh, you're getting shot at, by the way. No. It's, no so, on the mobile... That sound it t- so you can play it literally oh. without listening to it. Yeah. It's so all visual so indicators. if you're sitting in uh, in your your it's classroom, kinda... you yeah. can uh, you know <laughs> yeah. you can play it under your desk or something. Yeah. You know. Remember, kids. <laughs> Mr. Hillman says you can always play Fortnite. You can always instead play Fortnite. of doing math. No, I. I mean, <laughs> John's like the responsible <laughs> one. He's like, no, 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 no. Guys, guys. I mean, I was also thinking like math. You have to do math in order to play Fortnite. Sometimes you know, I, it's just how many you? people left? You got to count you down do from hundred. You know, long division. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you got to be able to read the clock, you know, and, and uh, calculate Gosh. how much time per uh, per square. Let me just work out back. the uh, quadratic formula while I build this tower. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got to test so the structural integrity. A, a protractor. Yeah, and, you know. he's out there doing trigonometry, trying to figure out his bullet drop. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and you're also like, you've got to make sure it's like, uh, can this can this ramp it's hold? Like Forget a beautiful mind over there, <laughs> John. Just build a fort and shoot something. <laughs> But I haven't mapped it out in my brain yet. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, Fortnite. Been I, I've been doing just the challenges, basically getting yeah. getting my my weekly bonus and moving on uh, to to other things. Yeah, not uh, because Fortnite's bad, but because no. there's so many other things to play right now, like Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Mm. Um, we told that big long story last week. I don't know if we've had anything comparable. But it's gotten they, better. They the, made some changes. They made an update. Yeah. yeah. Um, the main thing is that the. Uh, if if your ship goes down, you spawn a further away. I think they said double, didn't they? Yeah, the, I don't remember the, the double the length or like or you're basically off the edge of the map. You like you're you're out of sight of the other boat. Yeah, it's yes. it's out of visible <clears throat> view of the, which is super nice. Yeah. I mean, it's especially if you're playing like solo or playing like smaller crew or something like that. It's really nice in that case. Oh. Um, and then I would imagine for skeleton forts, it would be also nicer. It'll be better. That. It won't fix it, but no, it'll give you more time to. To get stuff done before they come back, but you can get to a skull fort from anywhere on the map for sure. Yeah, it's interesting. Can you see it from any spot in the map? I think so. I think yeah. so. I think like the further you are away, the f- the smaller the skull is, but it's never like like small enough to where you yeah. would have to use a telescope to see it or anything. Yeah. Um. So the only story that I can think of is the kraken story. We encountered the kraken. Yeah. The oh, nice! Finally, and, and we got yeah, some aid. Finally. How did uh? <laughs> so I mean, were there warning signs? No, it just happens randomly. Okay. It sounds like your boat is creaking. Okay. It'll be like a really low, like before moan. he appears. Yeah, and like then all the water, the bottom, the water starts turning black. Ooh. Yeah, the ink, and then you start seeing tentacles pop up, and they have mouths. All the tentacles have mouths. It's just as horrifying as you would think. <laughs> they, um, they're not suction cups, but they're mouths. No, they're like spiky mouths. You know, yeah. Weird. And it can grab like demogorgon you. heads. Ugh. And it can like it can vacuum you up as well because like I got sucked across the ship and yep. uh, and grabbed. This is at one unlike point. any squid I've ever 
heard of. It's just it's the Kraken, man. <laughs> it's the Kraken. Um, what was funny about that? Like we had it happen. We were uh, was that four four of us together? Yeah, it was four of us together. Yeah. And there was like this little sloop sailing by over there, <laughs> and like they they like you see up in the chat, they go ahoy, and they're like, what they say, what did they say? They said I'm here to help or something. Yeah, like the that. Calvary's here, boys. Yeah, Calvary's <laughs> here, and somebody jumps <laughs> off Calvary's of that ship. Here. <laughs> there was apparently like two people on that little sloop, and one of them jumps off and swims over to our ship. Nice. Gets on our ship and like brought us cannonballs whenever we oh, desperately nice. needed them we were yeah. out of cannonballs you're shooting cannonballs into the kraken yeah. yep okay um, in the, the legs uh yep. yeah the little arms the tentacles you're and not are you hacking at him with your you can't if, if he wraps his arm the ship. around the oh, ship yeah. otherwise you're shooting at him right yeah. and you can and, shoot him with, with bullets too okay it doesn't have to be cannons yeah i grabbed like a sniper and i had my uh my pistol and so i was like i was unloading with those go get more ammo unloading with those get more ammo um but we had run out of cannonballs mm. <laughs> And this person like swims over and's like starting to load our cannons. And I'm That's like, there's amazing. somebody else here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, they they helped us fight off the kraken. That's awesome. And then like we tried to we were like, oh, we gotta repay them. What loot do we have down here? And we tried to give them like a skull for them to turn in on the right over like a medium medium skull. And they're like, no, my ship's too far away. Uh, you know, it's, it's cool. And, and so they like peace out and they spawn back at their ship and then we're like, wait, is that their ship over there? And so we go sail over there and like drop them off a skull and play music with them for a little bit and like That's jam amazing. out. And then like, as we're about to pull away, they start waving off from the beach yeah. and, uh, and, and, and Rocksteady, one of the people who <laughs> said, brother, yeah. said he waved from the couch, like waved at his television, <laughs> physically took his hand off the controller and waved. <laughs> That's amazing. Amazing. It's, it's very it, immersive for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it is that type of he's game. About, he's about two inches from this TV. He yeah. felt like he was in it. Yeah. <laughs> Standing in a bathtub. <laughs> he's like splashing himself. Like he's like, I got a bucket down here, like a spray bottle and like a fan. So like whenever we're going into the wind, he adjusts the fan, you know? That'd be phenomenal, actually. I feel like that'd be a great like 4D experience. Yeah. <laughs> um so you fought off the Kraken. Yes. Yeah. Uh you get any? You just fin them off. You don't get any treasure or anything. You get a rare achievement. Oh! But neither of us got it. So last night it happened again, and I got it. Ah! I don't know. I don't know if there's like a certain amount of time you have to fight the kraken. Oh. I mean, I fought the kraken so, that entire time. But maybe, maybe in the course of like, oh, you have to fight the kraken for yeah, two encounters. When we did it, my brother was the only one who got the achievement, mm. and, he and he's fought it before. He's fought it before. Mm. So I think you have to. Eat, you at least have to fight him twice. Okay. I don't know if it's a time length thing. Like you have to have fought him for a certain amount of time or if it's two encounters. I'm also curious that now that we've been attacked by the Kraken, now that it's gotten a taste for, for Fultron and, <laughs> and John here, you know, they can track you. now. But yeah. Will it, will it follow us around? Like, will we encounter it more now? I feel well, like I'd I be d- a really... encountered it two nights in a row yeah. after two yeah, weeks of playing wild. it. Yeah. It's pretty I feel crazy. like that's pretty, that's pretty, uh, pretty interesting. What if it's a rank? Could be. Well, that's possible. I know, I know rank. it doesn't, it only attacks if you're on a, uh, a galleon. Oh, so. really? Never yeah. attacks a sloop? Nope. Mm. Interesting. Mm. It's disappointing. It's just like, oh, there's not enough meat for me. You know, it's not enough wood and, uh, and sails. It. You know, it's like. So, okay. So how did you, you know, you, you just shoot it enough times and, you know, slash it enough times. It just lets go. So it seemed like you have to down all of the tentacles at the same time. Like, so there's oh. just some element of like timing because there was one time whenever we had one tentacle left and none of us saw it really. Mm. And then we were like, well, the time we saw it, we couldn't take it down before another tentacle came up. And so then mm. we kind of had like yeah, it's a, a, like a whack-a-mole type deal. Mm. Okay. 
And so, like, yeah, it was like it definitely came back at us, and maybe it was just in the final, like, oh, it's gonna go oh, down is, or is something. Is your ship so. going down at the same time? Like, you have to patch holes or anything? Yes, occasionally. If it grabs the ship and you don't get it off quick enough, it can crack the ship. Yeah, uh, crack it. Well, I mean, like a hole. Oh, okay. Appears. It's called cracking, Chris. <laughs> oh my god, it's cracking the ship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, turn off the podcast. <laughs> That's my one. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, cool. So, oh, so okay. Here's a question: If the if there's a hole in the ship and there's inky water outside, is there inky water inside? No, no. It's just normal water. Just normal water. It filters on those holes. <laughs> Uninstall the game. <laughs> Immersion's Immersion ruined. Broken. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's awesome. I kind of want to. I I hope to. Uh, this, is, this is my big beef with uh with CFDs right now. Is so like if you guys are in there and there's you're like in a three man crew, I can't just join in your fourth slot because mm-hmm. there is no fourth slot. Yeah, because of the way that they like load into servers, it's super yeah. weird. Yeah, uh, it needs be- to be more flexible. And then like you know the the uh, missions take so long. So I mean I could sit there for four to five minutes to an hour waiting for you guys to finish uh, a mission before yep. I can jump in. I have definitely felt the the like pull whenever somebody is like. I'm online or I see somebody pop online. I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to play with them, like if I'm going to play CFDs with this person, I probably should do it now. You know, I've definitely yeah. had that kind of thing where it's like, don't, you know, I'm not going to go like, you know, fix a snack. I'm not going to like grab a drink. <laughs> I'm, j- I'm just going to load up CFDs right yeah. now. So, yeah. yeah. So anyway, other than that, I, I, I'm having a lot of fun with CFDs. Agreed. Yep. You been up to anything else? Nope. Cool. Chris, what have you literally been up to? nothing else? So I downloaded uh, literally. Uh, <laughs> just waking up playing Sea of Thieves um, <laughs> And a little bit of Fortnite <laughs> uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, So I started playing Cities Skylines Which is a city simulator It's very much like SimCity It's in Game Pass uh, So, And I, I've been curious about it since it came out But I'm not willing to spend $60 on something I'm curious about so Can I, I just say uh, it amazes uh-huh. me That you got sucked into this game But couldn't get into Stardew Valley I just I kept I kept dying in Stardew Valley because I didn't have enough food. I didn't know what to do. To me, City Skylines is like so much more in depth and complicated than Stardew Valley was. I mean, I, at least I have a, a semblance of like I, I understand. You know, you build roads, <laughs> you put power down, Chris you put is like, water I down. I understand how civilizations are built. I don't understand how to Stardew. <laughs> I don't what know how to that? plant crops. I mean, what I, are I, women? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, no, definitely don't know. So, like, the, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I, that's the thing. I always wanted to sit down with you and you tell me, like, teach me, like, the basics <laughs> of it. Yeah. Like, because I'm like, I, Stardew sounds like something I'd totally be into, but I couldn't figure it out. I also yeah. think, though, Chris, <laughs> that whenever you tried it, didn't you try it on PC? I like, did try it on PC. My thing is, I think you would be far more likely to play it on Switch. Yeah, probably. I mean, I mean, yeah, I would probably play it more frequently on there because I don't play a lot of PC games. Right. But I was pretty, pretty down with like figuring out Stardew at that point in time. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> back to what you were talking yeah. about. <laughs> Maybe once I finish City Skylines. So I was, I mean, I'm doing that. <laughs> Promises, Chris. And this is the thing about that game. Um, it's just the this black hole that's like I look up and it's three in the morning i'm like oh my gosh oh, i mean i was just building some coal power plants but you know i guess i need to go to bed because like it doesn't stop <laughs> it's like um the minute you like oh i built all these commercial buildings well now i need more power so i build more power plants well now there's not enough 
people for the jobs that are available. So now I build more residential. Hey, they unlocked a new version of residential. So now there are high rises. So now, oh, let us put, put some of those down. You know, <laughs> here's a question. Ongoing thing is: Are there any like giant robots or Godzilla creatures? You, you know, kaiju no. that, that attack the kaiju. <laughs> uh, there is a disaster DLC that you can download. Uh, oh, well, the season pass for this thing is like thirty-five dollars. But is it like $40? real exa- disasters that actually happen? Because like, know. see, that's far less interesting to me. Where it's like earthquakes can happen in real life. <laughs> I would much rather it be like a giant lizard has emerged from the sea. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna deal with this. I, I haven't investigated it, but I would assume that they put crazy stuff like that in there. That would be awesome. Um, Turns Mul- into a- multiple tornadoes. Yeah, I was about to say, like you turn it into like some sort of a uh, you know like a, a tower defense kind yeah. of a- thing as well as yeah. your city. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all for that. I like I'm at the point now. I've got about forty thousand people in my city, and like last night I was playing, and I'm like, there's just no end to this game. I could just play forever. So I'm gonna have to just put like this like goal yeah. for my population. <laughs> And be like, well, once I hit One that, million. I'm just done. And then watch me probably not adhere to that rule. But <laughs> Chris, have you ever played the Civilization games? I haven't. Because those have like an interesting component to them where not only is are you building up like people and this, but time moves forward as well. Well, time is moving in this too. Okay, so is so did it start oh, in the past? I see no, okay. Because like what this you're with civilization games, yeah. like the goal is to get to the present. Right. And still have a civilization. That's true. So like mine, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do that. So what it does is it's um you can you can run it at any seat and you can actually pause the game so like you can pause time build a ton of stuff or, or basically zone a ton of stuff put roads down um and then the, the people will build it as they come <laughs> if you and i don't build it and they come the people will build it as they come oh got it yeah uh so you can do a, a ton of stuff just like while time is paused, and then you like press play and see what happened, which is great. Whenever it's like, well, my city is filling up with trash. Pause. And you're like, how do I fix this? <laughs> you like put a bunch of stuff down. Like, save it, and then unpause. Like, okay, what's happening? Are the trucks going? Okay, cool. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Disaster or, averted, people. Or there's a point, and like, and, and things pop up all the time. And I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> all of a sudden, there's dead bodies just popping up all over us. They're just laying around. Oh, we need to build a, a, a graveyard. Oh, put all to... the dead bodies in there. Oh my god. Okay, cool. <laughs> crazy stuff like that <laughs> see what's what's interesting about like those games to me like the the civilization games or whatever like is the goal for every like subsequent iteration is just to get more and more like real life <laughs> yeah well, that's, like, that's why i said i feel like i could run for mayor of nashville now like <laughs> put it on the posters that like <laughs> yes. city my skyline city skyline master. has forty thousand people who all have jobs they're very happy they're all the, healthy yeah, we've had 95 percent happiness for at least four years we only had the I garbage had pool pile up it. for like a month you know the garbage only piled up for like you know three yeah, months the, forget about that thing with the garbage i'm sorry it's i fixed <laughs> or it. the piles of dead people, yeah. people. The, the garbage yeah. and the dead bodies just, just dead forget people, about this it's fine it's fine <laughs> i figured it out <laughs> Figured it out. I just paused I just, time. Yeah, I, just pause see, time? <laughs> I just see Chris in his office, his new mayor's office in Nashville, just 
papers stacking up and just going, pause, pause it, stop it right now. I just have to, I just need time. I just need time to think through how I'm going to fix this. I love the, my favorite, one of my favorite parts is, um, so that, you know, you have to put fire stations around or else things just like catch on fire and burn down. Uh, but my favorite message that popped up last night was like, your police station is on fire. Are you sure you have enough fire stations? <laughs> No, I don't think so. That's actually a really polite way for the game to put it, you know? Well, what's funny is... It's not like you need another fire station, dude. They have this mechanic where you can hear from your your citizens via tweets. It's it's like this... It's not actual Twitter, but it's like this little bird pops up and it's supposed to be like a tweet. And so, you know, it'll be be like things like, uh, you know, for the trash. Like, man, after two weeks, this trash really stinks. What happened to the the, the trash trucks or whatever? Like... (laughs) You run out of power, like, man, it stinks having no power all the time. Stupid mayor. <laughs> People just passively, aggressively yeah. tweeting at me yeah. constantly. See, I mean, like, that's a, that's a thing that, like, it's like being a real politician. So that's a mechanic that wouldn't have happened, you know, back in, like, whenever no. SimCity 2000 no. came out. Like, yeah, they would like, have had be snail mail. Like, quite literally, yeah, you'd be getting letters. Or you phone know? calls, probably phone calls. Yeah, or phone calls. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. What's uh, like the other thing is like sometimes I put things on the map and it's like, well, I've zoned this whole area and I know I'll need a middle school down here, so I'm going to put it down there, and it doesn't connect to power until more buildings get to it, or if I put a power line, and it'll just constantly be like, man, wish the middle school had power. I'm like, there's no kids in there. I can see it. There's no like, why does it need power right now? Why are you telling me you need power? <laughs> like, do we really arguments with my? Do we really need to power I, all the buildings all the time, or do we only need to power them some of the time? Is what you're saying? Yeah, you know? I think this is the thing. Like as in depth, as I don't as think I'd I've like to live in your city. Chris. I, I really don't. I feel like I have to put a cap on this. I feel like this could be a long, dark road of a That's lot right. of sim games. You know, next is gonna be farming simulator. <laughs> Oh Dude, well, like farming simulator is supposedly like super real because like you can choose to or like ice road trucking I've done simulator. all this stuff. I planned out my fields. Now I'm gonna go plow them. So you can literally like mm. sit in the tractor and like first person plow your own yeah, field I mean, in sounds, farming simulator. Sounds soothing. It's kind of like it's uh, wild. It's kind of like uh, you guys ever played truck simulator or Euro truck simulator? No, is it good? I mean, it's literally <laughs> trucking. So like you're just <laughs> driving from place to place. Back on the Dreamcast, there was a truck driving oh, game that we that. had. Yeah, but like. They had completely unrealistic goals for like getting cross yeah. country. Yep. And uh and they were like, no, nah, you just gotta make it. And you had to find like these routes with like giant ramps that would boost you up. Yeah, you like, fly through the air. Like this is, it was like, I can't fit my truck through there or on yeah. that ramp. Yeah. And quite literally, like you could go like first person like in the cab on it, like yeah. cab view, and you had a bunch of like stuff all over your dashboard. It never fell off. Well, uh, like you'd yeah. go off of a ramp and you're like, it's sliding around, but it's like my cowboy hat never falls off off onto the floor <laughs> my cd never falls off on the, my rabbit's foot doesn't fall off onto the floor i don't, I don't know the worst that was game broken. was always like okay in order to get to this point in this time limit i've got to make this crazy left turn up this giant hill and you just jackknife every time you're like <laughs> oh my gosh i can't i can't downshift even. the gears grind you know all this stuff anyway i'm glad i'm not playing that game anymore. definitely not a simulator though <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, I this week have been playing uh, the Lego City Undercover, which uh-huh. was on sale uh, on the Nintendo Switch uh, last week. <laughs> the Nintendo Switch. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> the Nintendo. Switch. But yeah, it's uh, it's basically like a kids GTA, like with Lego characters. <laughs> 
where it's like you have this Give giant my o- money. <laughs> it's, it's this open world you can like steal up people's cars and like but you're like a police officer so like every time you do it they're, they you're, just give like, it to you he's like he's like he's like police business <laughs> and it's like you can like run over like That's hilarious but they're all lego characters so right, it's like so everybody's apart. fine you know everybody yeah. like even if you run somebody over in your police car like as you, you're driving on the sidewalk because they kind of encourage you to do that that's hilarious um it uh it, he's like you know everybody's fine everybody's like hey <laughs> you know uh but it's actually it's super super relaxing Is that it's, a it's story yeah it's got a story where okay. they're like going undercover with different uh Ooh. different like criminal organizations trying to work your way to the top to this uh to the this kingpin person that you put away years ago but then they broke out of the prison and all this stuff of so, course yeah so you gotta like you have, you have to get different disguises to, uh, to be able to uh, build different things and be able to to puzzle cool. through your way through the city and climb to different high buildings and stuff so cool. it's pretty fun I, I it's it was really like inexpensive as well so it was like 15 bucks but i've already played this game for like 15 hours and it's like this doesn't seem like it's anywhere close to being wrapped up so i don't know it's, a, it's awesome it's a good one i i <laughs> have been enjoying it lego games like the humor in lego games both in like you know the the ones that are related to the movies and yeah. in this like they're always like pretty funny yeah and so like this one because it's not related to a movie and because it's not like trying to play out the story of like force awakens or something like that i find it funnier because it's just like you know they the jokes are just like ridiculous and they come yeah. out of nowhere so it's like oh this is a comedy thing rather than being a comedy spin on something that potentially was serious you did know you, did you hear there's gonna be an incredibles uh lego game yeah yeah super pumped about that it's supposed to go through uh lego or uh, the incredibles one and two like yeah. uh, story oh, lines. Yeah, yeah. so i have a bad habit with lego games of buying them and never playing them so I have Lego Star Wars. I have Lego <laughs> Jurassic Park. I have Legos Avengers. Haven't touched any of them. We just need to They're like, like on sale for like you know yeah. yeah five bucks and I buy them yeah. I mean I feel like we Never just need to have them. a Lego marathon. I should I should just start just buckle down and do it. Yeah. Somebody needs to slap me out of my Sim City stupor. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris, if there was a Lego Sim City, oh my gosh. That would actually be kind of cool. Yeah, Instant would. buy, Dude, you know? Yeah, it would. Because, like, think of all the crazy things they could put in. Oh, yeah. I remember the first Lego video game. Nobody what takes that it? idea, by the way. We're taking it straight to Lego. <laughs> yeah, we're, like, we're calling TT Games right now, you know? Just yeah. like, hey, guys, we got an idea show for you. Show Lego headquarters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just show up. Get in the car right now. We have, like, our, our own little, like, cobbled together build. Well, yeah, of, a Lego like, diorama. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> Of us pitching to them. And so we just put it on the table, hide under the table. Watch us make it out of mega blocks and just yeah. have them slam the door in our face. Like, <laughs> ah, it's like guys, these are Chris, mega blocks. Chris, did you make it out of mega blocks oh, again? Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys, they were on sale. <laughs> They're so much cheaper than Lego. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, mm. we actually have some news. really funny is this was exactly where whenever so i have, I have the news <laughs> intro and it was like in exactly the right spot that's amazing it's pretty great i mean that, that stuff like that's weird like so you know for work i produce a podcast and like most of the time the segments are all like end up around the same time i'm like how did this happen it's like within seconds of each other there's a there's a uh, subreddit called never tell me the odds that's all about stuff like that where it's just really? like what are the chances that sounds amazing <laughs> yeah it's great that's awesome what are other examples of that uh, I don't remember them right okay. off the top of my head, but only podcasts. It's unique <laughs> to podcasts. I mean, it's a Star Wars reference, right? But it's just like random pictures and videos of stuff that happened <laughs> where you're just like, 
that will never happen again. That's amazing. Yeah. So, the news. First thing, Campo Santo has announced that Firewatch is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> keep saying like that. Yes. <laughs> I love Firewatch. Yeah. That's probably when was, uh, that wasn't last year, so it was 2016. It's probably my favorite game of 2016. Dude. I have Pretty been good. looking. I, I've been looking for like a reason to play it. Like I, it's been on sale. <laughs> Other and than stuff. my glowing review, and every <laughs> single time, whenever it's on sale, I'm like, I could get that, mm. but then it's like now, and I just don't. I yeah. don't know why. So I feel like I've played more games on my Nintendo Switch yeah. than I have like on my console. Like more variety of games, indie games, whatever you want to say, shorter experiences. And so I feel like this is the perfect place for someone like me to play Firewatch. Here's what I would say, just as a caution play it either i mean i would say play it with headphones yeah um definitely with sound on yeah but i I played celeste with headphones on because the soundtrack is so good and so it's like you know that's that's not abnormal it's not necessarily the sound well i mean it's kind of like you know how like i mean this is a bad analogy but you know like dead dead red redemption yeah red dead redemption um it's the cheap knockoff version of (laughs) dead red (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sold exclusively by marketplaces uh, in india <laughs> made by star rock games <laughs> on the nintendo switch <laughs> yes oh my gosh with a y instead of an i though so it's yeah. like totally not stealing the name so um yeah so like it has things that happen that you should have the sound on and like be kind of it's like really immersive cool in a lot of ways and even if it's just even if it's just like you're walking through the forest and you're hearing chirping of of birds and like noises but there i i actually think there are noises like sometimes you need like you just need to have yeah. sound on and it's it's a weird game cuz it it kind of disguises itself as this like very interactive very mm. uh like almost i thought it was going to be a puzzle game mhm like but in the vein of well, it's, uh, it's more of a walking simulator than yeah. anything like it's it's closer to gone home mm. than it is to like you know, something like The Witness, where it's, yeah. you know, way puzzly, but cool. But I mean, I'm are... down for that. Cause, like, something about the Switch as well, the way that it feels to me sometimes is more like a book rather than a movie, where it's like big games on my, like, whenever I'm playing Sea of Thieves on my television uh, downstairs, it's like, this is feels like this cinematic kind of experience. Yeah. But, like, something on my, on my Nintendo Switch, I'll, like, play on the couch, like, with the lights out or, like, on in bed, like, whatever. And so it's, like, it almost feels like a book experience more it kind of sits somewhere in between gone home and like a telltale game yeah cool yeah so it's like it's not quite as like decision heavy as telltale but there is more interaction than gone home they do a really good job of making it feel like an open world yeah where like i'm not it's not not an like well it's not an open world game but like you and but you can go places that you're not supposed to go necessarily and sometimes there are cool things there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like There are random things that you find that have nothing to do with the game that yeah. you can interact with. I think they also, in post-release, like, didn't they add, like, a museum, like, mode where, like, you can go in and it's, like, developer diaries and things like yeah, that? It's, like, so, basically you're walking around a museum of the development I, of this game. I don't think that, like, uh, so it's, you play through the actual game. I haven't played it yet. I, I really want to. You play through the actual game, mm-hmm. and as you encounter different parts of the game, the developers will talk about... Cool. Well, this is what we wanted for this, and blah 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 blah. I watched some of the like uh, gameplay footage of that, being like, "What is that?" That's and kind of I, awesome. I didn't, I didn't like. I've I've played that game, got all the achievements, 
but I didn't uninstall it for my console because of that. I'm like, I want to go back and play that with developer yeah. commentary. Yeah. So that's kind cool. of awesome because like I games so many times like you rely on external sources like interviews and things like that to yeah. find out more about how they made it. But if like if they present like a commentary almost uh, of of the developer diaries, I, I feel like that's a really cool cool yeah. way to get additional info about your favorite games. And, and I'm remembering now, so like in the game you have a tape player, right? You can put tapes in. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Um, and anyway, so the developer commentaries are all on tapes. Cool. Like That's awesome. Different points. That's awesome. Um, another piece of news. The Spyro Reignited Trilogy has been announced, wow. uh, and the release date is revealed. Is this, Are these new games? No, these are all uh, like HD remakes similar to the, like, the Crash Bandicoot okay. uh, Insane Trilogy games where they've updated the art style and changed, like basically rebuilt them from the ground up. This is multi-platform? Um, it appears to be multi-platform. Yes, it's available on PS4, PS4 Pro, Xbox One, Xbox One X on September 21st. I would imagine that a Switch port would probably be coming later because the Insane Trilogy uh, is going to be released on Switch this summer. Mm. So you would assume that potentially this could end up on Switch at a later date. But just, you know, the Spyro games. I, I remember any of those games. I remember playing the demos. Uh, like whenever you'd walk up to like, oh, I'm in Sears and here, let me go to the video games and play the demo for, you know, these different games. I remember playing some Spyro there, but I never really like attached to it. So I don't know. Um, another piece of news, the biggest gaming piece of news that we have is Marvel's Spider-Man game has a release date. Yes. This is Insomniac, the, uh, who made like what is probably my favorite exclusive game of this generation. Um, they made Sunset Overdrive, mm. and so same developer that made that game is making the new Spider-Man game, and it's coming out on September fourth. Is that correct? Let me. I'm looking seventh. for the date. Seventh. Okay, and uh, it's is exclusive. That right? I lo- I'm going to confirm, but it, it, it's uh, yes, September seventh. <laughs> no, seventh. Okay, it's the seventh. The uh, it comes out exclusively to PS4 as well. So like, I'm uh, I'm excited right. to play yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, and dive into that. There's a yeah. couple of PS4 games. It comes out on September 7th, and then I guess two weeks later, Shadow of the Tomb Raider comes out. Mm. And then a couple weeks after that, like a, maybe a month after that, Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out. So this is like the fall of third-person action games. Yeah, that's a lot. Single player, hmm. you know, third-person action games. So lot. I really yeah. hope that like Tomb Raider doesn't get swallowed between the uh, Red Dead Redemption and uh, Spider-Man. Well, I think what it has going for is multi-platform and it's coming out before Red Dead. So that's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What are you picking up? Out of those? Yeah. Definitely Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah. I probably won't do Red Dead. I didn't play the original. I know. Mm. Sorry. Oh, man. Um, and Rockstar games are hard for me because I have an eight-year-old in my house. Uh, yeah. So I tend to keep away from those, but... Yeah, eight-year-olds. It's, it's understandable. <laughs> to keep away from eight-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to, like, this is the thing. Like, What I don't want to do is pick up one, and then the next one comes out, and then I, like, just leave that one. Abandon like, that one? Abandon it. Yeah. I don't know. I may go for something like, you know, uh, play Spider-Man, and then... Um, Red Dead, and then wait till like Christmas time to do uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, yeah. That's kind of where I'm at too, but like I don't know, like because I, I, that's so many, 
single player games. And that's where it, what it comes down to of like, I usually only try to play like one narrative kind of single player game at a time with Red Dead already coming out. I'm like, I will, whatever I need to do, I need to beat it before Red Dead comes out. Mm. And so I feel like Spider-Man gives me more time to do yeah. that. Gives me an extra like couple weeks. And if it's, you know, like I, I don't, I just, I, I don't anticipate that being a 40 hour completion game they say it's like the i'm not sure if they're talking about the the open world yeah or if they're talking about the length of the game but i think they've they've said like it's substantially larger than sunset overdrive uh yeah i think they were talking about the world at least whenever i heard it that would make sense yeah um even sunset overdrive the campaign i feel like was 20 hours ish yeah when i spent maybe 30 something hours 40 hours in that game that's because I wanted to 100% everything. You yeah. Know? Didn't you do the DLC for that game? I haven't done the DLC for the that DLC game. The DLC for that game was awesome. Yeah, I didn't return um, it back takes to place it. out on a uh, um, oil rig. That's cool. Or, is it oil rig or is it a soda rig? I don't know. Oil rig. <laughs> that world was so weird. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. I love it. The uh, the awesome apocalypse. Um, last video game news that uh, we had, I, I wanted to mention that the Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery game, it's a re- mobile game. Uh, it has a release date, but uh, it also has a lot of the voice cast is our actors in the films. So like Maggie Smith is uh, is coming back as Professor McGonagall. Uh, Sir Michael Gambon is pr- uh, Professor Dumbledore. Warwick Davis is Professor Flitwick. And uh, I mean, like there's a lot of the original cast in there. Hmm. And uh, so supposedly this game is like, hey, create your create a character and then like go have adventures and go to class in uh, in Hogwarts. I, this sounds like a game that I have always like wanted. What is it and called? It's called uh, Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. Huh. And uh, it sounds like a game that I've always wanted that like coincides with like maybe some stories that are in the books. And it's like, oh, I can experience some of the same places and characters, but it's like your new adventure. But this is not the way I would have wanted it. I would have wanted it on console, not on mobile. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, just, I don't know how to feel about this one. I'll try it out, though. I wonder if it's like a Professor Layton kind of thing. That would make sense. There's a mystery involved. That would make sense. Um, and you're like, oh, you're going through your magic reveal, the different like yeah. sp- found find objects and, yeah. and do puzzles and things like that. So that, w- that would be interesting. Um, I don't know. That would be better to me than this, a cl- schoolroom simulator. <laughs> or like a 3D or like a third person kind of action game on your phone. You know, it's like yeah. those never really feel right to me. Hence no. the uh, the Fortnite, Fortnite. kind of yeah. discussion earlier. Um, into to, to the last piece of news, which is some TV slash streaming news. Amazon is reportedly committed to five seasons of a Lord of the Rings television show. Insane. <laughs> Here's my thing. Like, why do we need to revisit this? Like Peter Jackson did like, what is like one of the most fantastic book to film adaptations ever. Is it going to be Lord of the Rings? I think it's so. literally Lord of the Rings, Pretty the same sure. story again, sure. or is it just in the universe? I thought it was. I thought it was different. Char- like a, a new story too. taking place in Middle Earth. Yeah, I thought it had nothing to do with Tolkien's world or characters. Like, sorry, sorry, is in the world, but didn't have anything to do with the characters that or stories that he told. It would be like a Shadow of Mordor kind of situation Which, where it's hopefully it's a little more serious. Yeah, <laughs> than, than that. I don't know because like so the other thing is. Per license, that thing are goofballs. Yeah, per licensing on They're the silly. Lord of the Rings, like so, <laughs> so silly orcs. So you have like 
Shadow of Mordor and you have Shadow of War, right? Those yeah, are Lord yeah. of the Rings games. But they can't call them, they literally can't call them Lord of the Rings games because the like stipulation that like whoever owns the the rights to Lord of the Rings has is it can't be a Lord of the Rings, like nothing can be titled that without it being that story. Like without it having like th- those characters, that timeline, that sort of type of thing. That's pro- pro- possibly true of like hey, maybe it's not the same stipulation on on film, you know or on TV. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a thing that's going to happen. And I have no idea how I feel about it. We'll see. It sounds like they're like, Hey, we need some game of Thrones is ending. This is the perfect time to launch. Some snatch kind of, up that audience. Yeah. Snatch up that audience. What, what do they already know about high Lord of the Rings? Yep. I mean, it's supposedly like reportedly they have, uh, it budgeted at like $1 billion or $1. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> this just sounds ridiculous. All of this is ridiculous. I know. All of this sounds outrageous. I know. <laughs> and that's why I wanted to bring it up because it sounds ridiculous. Now, give us five years, we'll probably be like, this is amazing. But, you know, not. Oh, well. This <laughs> is the thing. I am happy with the books and Peter Jackson's original trilogy mm-hmm. and everything else I just ignore. And the the end of the desolation of Smaug. End of desolation, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes, it's one of the, the the best moments of my entire life. <laughs> oh gosh, of your entire wow. life. Not. Wow. I mean, I remember. It, I starkly remember that. Whenever. Oh, misty eyes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then you're like, because this is the thing. You don't expect that that song no. to be freaking amazing at the end of that. No. And then we listened, we saw it the first time. I think we, you were there. I think we were all there. Yeah. yeah. In the IMAX theater. And it's just like in crazy, like 9.1 surround sound or whatever it is. And it's like, yeah. I can't, I don't, I don't even understand what's happening right now. <laughs> it's blowing my mind. Well, it was such a like crazy ending yeah. to the movie. Yeah. The hard cut, you know, yeah. kind of thing. My favorite, my favorite story about that though is, uh, I think we've had Josh Hancock on the show before. Yeah. So he's, he saw it, um, after really late one night after our Christmas party, and uh, he fell asleep like halfway through and wakes up to the whole like, I am death. <laughs> so what happens? He's like, What in the world just happened? <laughs> it's like it is like half asleep stupor, and he's like, What is going on? He's like, on? I'm still in the nightmare. <laughs> that I sounds about right. I love it. Well, that is the news. All right, a quiet place. Mm. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, no. <laughs> the joke that shouldn't have returned returns. Sorry. Think he got us again. One <laughs> <laughs> of the mouth noise. Except gremlin. for the people oh, who are listening on the app that like skips past all silence or whatever. Yep. You know, they didn't hear that joke at all. Um, yeah. Quiet place. So, uh, this was. <clears throat> The spoiler free first is uh John Krasinski's first directorial directorial outing. debut. Is yep. it his first? I was looking at some details on Wikipedia, it said he's done some other things. Oh, but I'm sure he's done like he's, I don't think I think he's ever directed before, though. I don't, yeah, I don't think movies at least. I think maybe he did. Did he do any? Episodes he did of the some Office? episodes of The Office, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, so there, yeah, this is his first, and he he wrote it or co wrote it and co starred in it. 
Yes. Yes. So what it appears like on the Wikipedia page or whatever, they talk about uh, Scott Beck and Brian Woods having the original, like having the story, mm. and then uh, Krasinski like adapting that with the screenplay, like mm. taking that and uh, and and turning it around. Like he loved the story and was like, "Hey, I, I would love to direct this thing." And Emily Blunt, like after his first draft, like she read it and she was like, "I would love to star in this thing." And so then this movie yeah so i'm just gonna lay it out there i don't see anything wrong with this movie <laughs> i don't either <laughs> um so like you know i mean it, well there's know, one thing i plot wise though like, uh I'll, just i think i guess you would call it like mechanics wise okay. just of just devices that they would use to, to yeah. keep the tension going yeah. yeah there was one part where and i john you even said something to me in the movie like you said like did we see this happen before yeah. like yeah some uh, something is triggered and you're just like what where is this coming from why is this happening right now it's like i don't doubt that it happened but we didn't see it happen you know yeah. it's it's uh yeah and we'll get into it in yeah. the spoiler section yeah. so i don't want to say too much yeah, yeah but like so acting's great the directing was great cinematography was great yeah um music sound was great, design oh, was great. Sound design. the sound Holy design crap. was fantastic and like okay for a movie that doesn't have much sound in it yeah like it was insane. There were a couple times like the soundtrack like almost distracted me from what was going on like where it was like, "Oh, it should it have been this like this busy or this big or like there was like a, an element of it that I'm like, "Wait, is that something that's in the environment or is that in the soundtrack?" Yeah. Um and so like but but those two moments aside, it was very intentional though like to only get loud and crazy whenever there was a lot of like noise naturally happening in the in the world. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um Every other time it was silent. And they, like, so the other thing that was crazy, so, like, one of the characters is deaf. Um, and, like, just the way that they handled that yeah. audibly was was great. The way that they would move you into their mm-hmm. POV audibly. And come back out. And come back out. Yeah, it was really cool. And they did it, too, with uh, uh, some music and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. them listening to music. And, and oh, so you, yeah. would, you would hear, you would kind of go into their audible world for a second. Uh, yeah, and it definitely has that like close feel because like you can whenever you switch perspectives, you truly are in like right. a a perspective, like a character's perspective. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah, I mean, like there there are very few criticisms that I have, and any criticisms I have of it are like are smoothed over by the things that are like so good about it. Yeah. Um, like I said, the only criticisms I would have is like maybe a little, maybe a little bit. Um, the characters were might might have been, or one character specifically might have been a little bit too like in inside of a box of like, this is like I could I could kind of tell where they were going with this, and it never really like changed or broke out or surprised me from that. But in this case, like with a, a horror film like this, sometimes you need that like stability of it, and so like I can see why it was it was done that yeah. way. So well, and the thing like you know, so this is this is a, I mean, what you call it a horror movie? Horror? I don't know if I call it horror. It, to me, it's in the same vein as I Am Legend, where it's it's there's you know there's jump scares, there's scary moments. It's not like any kind of supernatural horror, like kind of like evil type thing. Yeah. It's just it's a it's a scary movie. Yeah, this isn't like it's no intense. one's being possessed or something like that. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, it's it, um, the because it's that type of a movie. Mm-hmm. There are like uh, I mean, you know, you can make a buy the book. Feeling yeah. the paint by numbers kind of movie like this, I feel like it broke enough of those conventions constantly that it like, you know, one thing being like, hey, this is kind of, 
standard yeah. Yeah, doesn't yeah. really necessarily bother me too much. And like there was, well, that was a spoiler. Never mind. They, they take <laughs> they take some like they take these individual things that like if you were to like lay them out on a table, you'd be like these are kind of uh, horror tropes or these are thriller tropes of like characters or or whatever. But then they combine them in interesting ways. I think yeah, like even, where it's like some sci-fi elements. It becomes mm-hmm. larger than it's individual parts. Like if yeah. you just lay them out and go, Hey, here's, here's this thing. But then the way it's delivered to you, it's like this actually combines in a way that makes something that potentially could have been, you know, fairly standard horror thriller fair and turns it into <coughs> something really magnificent, you know? And there's some, they, they basically created a sandbox of like different, uh, like the movie t- to me seemed like this kind of, linear timeline of just like moments mm-hmm. that were created because of character, like uh, character traits or situations that they had themselves in. Like when you think about uh, like the concept of the movie, okay, let's make a horror movie where making sound is what causes the problem, right? Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's, that's uh, that they have to deal with. Okay. Now you make one of them deaf. Mm. Okay, so you just added like this other element. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you make it uh, to where they're alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make it to where they have to, you know, they don't have electricity and they gotta they gotta find stuff. They gotta do this. They gotta do that. Well, um, then you introduce like some some emotional um, trauma that happens to them and like the fact that they're limited in how they can communicate yeah, or express that. Yeah. Right. It limits how they can like the, these people desperately need to talk to each other. Well, and I think throughout the entire movie, they desperately need (laughs) to talk to each other and not just for the, the reasons of like the thriller or whatever, like they need to talk to each other. Process things. And, uh, and so like whenever the, the idea, the entire conceit of the movie is that they, they can't or they they won't they you know in some some cases um then it's like yeah there you have it there's well, a lot of heaviness there's a lot of unsaid things there's a lot of stuff that is communicated in nonverbal ways which is magnificent on both directing yeah. and on like the acting yeah i also think age kind of plays a role in all of that too you know like there are limitations because of the ages of some of the characters um Yes, I just want to spoil this now. It's interesting. I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, very shortly. Um, the last thing I'll say is like the cast was fantastic. Like sometimes you know yeah. you know you get in and I think we've referenced it, and especially with Jared or whatever. You know that these there's kids in this movie mm-hmm. and they are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, at, like everybody in this delivers in in amazing ways, mm-hmm. um, emotional ways. So um, yeah, I say go see it if you like. Yep this type of movie you will obviously if you watch a trailer for this movie you will know whether you want to watch this movie or not yeah. in my mind <laughs> yeah. you know it's like if this isn't your type of movie i would say if, the trailer very was it, it gave you just enough it wasn't yeah. deceptive nope. in any way uh you get exactly what you're hoping for with this movie yeah 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 i agree so again if you like the trailer watch the movie if you don't like the trailer eh. yeah um all right, are we ready to spoil this thing? Yes. All right, we're going to spoil A Quiet Place in five, four, three, two, one. Throw out a spoiler. The monsters are from space, 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 space. <laughs> it's like I, Muppets, I Muppets in space. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Where did you see that? Was that it's on, on one the of newspapers? The news? Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, they said something about a meteorite hitting the the planet, and then all this stuff starts happening apparently. And then gotcha. they showed like you know go underground and blah blah blah, blah all this kind of stuff. Yeah. See, I didn't New even York know that, and I still enjoyed the movie. See, I, I really kinda, didn't care. Yeah, no, no, I, I didn't. didn't no, it doesn't matter to me either. But really, I, you know. I didn't see the newspaper. I assumed, but like it, I, uh, yeah, that totally makes sense. I mean, I don't know. Like that's you know. it's... it's this was a be- this was this is the best alien movie since Alien. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was very it was like a cross between Alien, Signs and I don't even know. Just those two. Well, the monster was like a crossbreed between a demodog and the oh, Cloverfield yeah. monster. So adding Cloverfield in there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay. Okay, okay, yeah. We have to talk about the birth scene. Yeah. That whole sequence was crazy good. Yes. Fantastic. Like, like I like I can overcome the fear if there if like the the moment uh or like the the way the scene is playing out is like super smart because mm-hmm. then I can just focus on how smart it is mm-hmm. and think about like behind the scenes stuff and mm. not be scared. <laughs> it's like the whole, uh, it's, it's the, um, war of the world scene where they're in the basement, you know, and the thing's oh snaking gosh. down yes. like that. It's that kind of a moment. And you're mm-hmm. just like, I was, I called my wife on the way over here and I was like, you have to see this movie. She's like, I don't want to see the movie. I'm like, <laughs> yes. I was like, yeah, you're right. You probably don't want to see the movie. She's like, yeah, it has kids in it, and I don't want to. I don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, then I have to tell you about this part. <laughs> yeah. And I just explained. I'm like, she freaking goes into labor, pierces her foot Whoa. with a nail, which was set up like ridiculously well. Think about like I, as soon as that happens, like in any any horror movie, especially like it's. There were some people down in front of us, like after it was over, they were like, that was the moment where they're like, oh, I don't know, this seems a little cheap or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, this is like, this movie took everyday things oh, and made them horrifying. Yeah. Like stabbing your foot on like a nail on something is like something that can happen. It just, it can. But like they set this up so well, Chekhov's gun style, where they're like, here's a nail. Remember this. Yeah. I mean, she's, okay, so she's, she stabs her, she goes into labor, stabs her foot, and then has to give birth in a tub silently Mm-hmm. While a monster is coming up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Well, and then like, they orchestrate that along with like the positioning of the other characters, which I like that yeah. was the, yeah. the biggest like shell game, like the shell game that they played around that same moment of like, where are these people and when are they there? Yeah. Yeah. It's such a like, it would be very confusing, but they present it in such a non-confusing way. Like they, they, they let you know where everyone is and when it's happening. Like it's so linear and breaks mm-hmm. it down to where he's shooting off the fireworks right whenever... <laughs> Like it's time to to like push or whatever, Dude. and it's like this is this is the only time that this could happen. That yeah. shot of John Krasinski running with the fireworks going behind him, <clears throat> yeah. and running toward the house as fast as he can. That's just like the best. It's interesting to me, like yeah. this mo- the the way that they shot a lot of the character things because it's on their perspective. It's so claustrophobic in a lot of times, like where yeah. it's close ups of faces. It's close up of the kid uh, trying to light the the fireworks or whatever. Yeah, and. Then they're like, whenever it does, in fact, break to a wide shot, like that moment where he's running, or like whenever you see the red lights for the first time, or whatever, like whenever she pulls the lever and it's mm-hmm. like, yep. here are the red lights, is very close on the light. And then whenever he comes over the hill, he sees all of the red lights and it's like, oh, this is horrifying. And like it sets off this like stark contrast of like close and then wide whenever you need to. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so whenever he came back into the bathroom and she's not in the tub, like, 
somehow I thought we, they were playing some kind of like time jump game with us where like that wasn't happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And, the, and then it scared the crap out of me. It's always just like <laughs> when, when she puts the hand, bloody hand up on there. It's always it's those things. Like some of the jumps are real and some of them are just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I scared Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. the raccoons <laughs> on raccoons. the roof. That to me was like, I didn't like that because it was so obnoxiously loud. <laughs> I'm like, no raccoon makes that noise when it falls off a roof. Okay. It sounded like a gun went off. I also That's feel true. like I also That's feel true. like yeah, whenever you've been in silence for probably at that point what would have been That's w- true. weeks upon weeks. Like you th- figure these incidences yeah. like of of sudden noise, like they don't happen frequently. And so like they're they're Whenever you're in a quiet place, like a quiet room, oh, I just you know, <laughs> roll credits. Oh, good job, John. Um, <laughs> but whenever you're like, whenever it's super quiet, and then something loud happens, it's so like it feels like it's so loud. Yeah. Yeah. And even whenever she like fell down the stairs, it's like obviously like ramping up tension. So you didn't necessarily perceive that the picture hitting the ground was loud, but like they that mixed incredibly loud. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so it's like it's almost like the 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 first initial sound every time it happened was so loud, and then everything after that kind of you know dipped back down so i yeah. i thought that it was fantastic and then to set up the raccoons as this like kind of false thing allowed them in my mind of like oh well that was the trailer like it didn't spoil anything but yeah that was the trailer yeah i yeah. love that they use that moment in the trailer and it actually turns out to be nothing in the movie yeah right so they really didn't yeah the trailer everything away yeah yeah the the thing that bugged me was the one part of the movie that i was like i don't understand why they did this was the the basement flooding yeah why it flooded well we yeah. didn't see them break the pipe like the the aliens up top like wreaking havoc on everything up there they showed yeah. it though whenever he left but they showed it, it pouring out water but they didn't show the alien actually break it or like I mean, anything was... you know they i, I think know. It, it was just to me it was like okay we didn't set that up and it just seems like uh i felt like all the other uh, obstacles that they had to face had uh-huh. some kind of meaning behind them, had yeah. some kind of pertinence to the story. And yeah. this one was just like, mm-hmm. well, it's not scary enough. Let's just flood the basement so the monster yeah. can hide under the well, water. I also I, like what I didn't understand about that scene is how in the world the monster got down there. Like, cause he covered the, the entrance back up. I took that as why did she wake up when she did? And like, that would have been the alien. Well, the water hit her sneaking down. The water finally got up to bed level. Maybe. And it, yeah, yeah. And it was dripping on the I don't light. know. I mean, all I thought I mean, was I, whenever... I just assumed the monster could hear the water and was just... Searching around down yeah, there. Snooping yeah, snooping around down there because he heard the water. Well, also, whenever whenever John Krasinski put the mattress on top of the hole, he yeah. didn't completely cover it. Hmm. Like, and it was, like, sagging a little bit there. Like, he didn't actually, like, lift it up and, like, leave it on top of this thing. He kind of had it, like, dipping down a little bit into the hole. So it's, yeah. like... It's, you know, I don't know, a heavy, those aliens didn't look light. And if they stepped on that as like, clearly they're going to, you know, get down there somehow. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think like that was definitely kind of like, and it felt like a carbon copy kind of of the scene we just had with her in the other basement, you know. There were a couple times whenever like we have uh, the sound of like the alien coming down the stairs because that happened like three or four times. And so I did like by the last one where we have that final confrontation, um, I was kind of like, Oh man, they're sneaking around in basements again. You know, the the aliens are coming, like getting curious about what's down in this basement. So like, I don't know. I mean, I I think at some point 
Like that just had to be had to be how it was. Yeah, uh, I loved that scene. That that scene was so like nope. Like whenever the alien like did something I totally didn't expect, which is like something that I like is amazing to me in horror films because like usually it's oh you know you expect the you know you expect like this person to disappear over there and appear over here and oh they got you or whatever. But like this alien, I did not expect them to go like complete amphibian and slide down no, in this water. Oh, it was so it was <laughs> so horrifying. Um. The one thing I, did, I liked, you know, uh, about the way that things kind of escalated in this, like, so the trope is in a lot of horror films, like, okay, well, you're going barefooted in the dark room in the with no flashlight in your night robe, you know, like, yep. <laughs> and there, you know, it's like, don't do that. You know, you're not supposed to do that. There wasn't really any of that. There True. wasn't like, hey, True. this is obviously a bad decision. Well, <laughs> yeah. except for the girl going off on her own. But that didn't result in anything. Right. But and, it's like. And I took that as like she does this like as long as she's quiet like she yeah. can she does that all the time because yeah. she wakes up in the field at the one point like yeah. so it sets well, she up her wakes character. up next to the grave yeah yeah she like she uh, and her mother like is right there and is like hey you know I'm right here you know we're gonna go get some dinner or oh whatever. yeah yeah like right at the beginning of the of the movie and so like I didn't think that that was out of character and I didn't think that that was not okay I didn't know what she was doing um, you know but but I'm glad like the thing is like with that that to me made it okay to do was the fact that it didn't nothing happened right. to her out there. She didn't actually put herself in danger. Right. Yeah. Um it looked, it like, never she, really... it looked like she was running away. Right, right. right. But which I thought was a cool a cool twist because you have so much and this is the whole thing of like these people need to talk to each other yeah. because you have so much baggage and so much uh, so many questions. Yeah. And well the, it's, dude, it's the, nuts. The acting for all of them like I loved the sign language aspect of it. I loved the re- like, and even the reason for that. That like, they didn't just like learn sign language because they had to because of the situation. It's because of their they daughter. Are, they already knew it. Yeah. They you were know? better equipped to handle this yeah. than probably anyone else who like happened in this disaster. Yeah, you know, the, the world building was super cool. Like whenever he would light that fire and like, okay, you're checking on all the people around him and all yep. that kind of stuff. Um, dude, that old guy. Which then, yeah, which then <sighs> makes me think he probably knew that old guy. Oh yeah, definitely. Like they probably. He probably knew who that was. Yeah. Which, dude, that guy deserves an Oscar for the build-up to that scream. <laughs> that was yes. ridiculous. I found it somewhat like comical in in a in a way where I was like, this is both horrifying and kind of funny. Like that he's like going, he hasn't screamed in however long, and he's like, I kind of took it as it, you know? like. He hadn't fully committed. Like he was winding up. Like I'm yeah. gonna scream, yeah. but I'm not. I'm I'm not gonna make the decision until I make the decision. Well, and it, it, to mm. me, it looked like he was going through some some grief. So like he looked really, really, really sad for a second. Like mm-hmm. he's about to burst out crying, and then he just like, realizes, man, I don't even care anymore. And now I'm just gonna scream and yeah. It, yeah. and end it. You know. And, yeah. and and I think he thought for a second, like, well, he's telling me to be quiet, and he just doesn't care. You know? Yeah. John and the thing is like you know John what is his do we even know names so they, they, they were in the credits names. they were in the, <laughs> they were in the credits yeah um, their last names were was Abbott okay. that's I don't remember everybody's name though so John Krasinski's character like I feel like he probably knew that this old guy if he lost her that he probably would just like end it all like he did yeah because he was pretty he was pretty like standoffish immediately you know yeah um he knew that that was gonna happen that was that was crazy. Dude, I mean, like, so there were some inconsistencies whenever, like, when noise would, like, 
call in the monsters and when it wouldn't. But I always took that as like proximity, right? Like, I mean, is that how you guys took it as well? Where it's like, oh, they're just not around this area to hear it or which, they're, which they're not close by. The only moment that I was like, I feel the like first that one should have been a problem was when she was testing out her, her implant and she was snapping her fingers. Yeah. That too. And I was like, uh, snapping your fingers is kind of a loud noise. Yeah. Like, But maybe it's not like, you know. I mean, it depends on how hard you would probably. Yeah. Well, and I was like, like how does she even know she's snapping her fingers? Yeah. Well, I mean, she would feel it, obviously. But yeah, but I mean, sometimes I feel like you can, like, yeah, I, I can feel that. I also took that as, I also took her character and, I mean, she has the the uh, cochlear implant. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I always took that, like, in, I assumed that she has heard in the past with yeah, the cochlear probably. implant and then just like you yeah. run out of equipment you run out like it doesn't work anymore and that's why you know yeah. he was krasinski was trying to like build her a new one yeah. and so like i took that like it was even more heartbreaking and fantastically acted whenever she like tested it and it didn't work where yeah. she like knows what this is she knows what sound is and she knows like she you know one of the big limiting things like in her mind or or for even her dad was like hey it's not as safe or it's like you can't you don't know you're aware of your surroundings with sound because of the fact that like sound is dangerous yeah and so i mean i don't know it's a it it it, i felt like that that played well with like hey she knows what a what this stuff is i didn't expect him to kill that kid at the beginning so quick no (laughs) that was uh talk about setting the stage like i just sat there mouth agape for like minutes I was like, I can't even believe that this happened. I mean, I I was pretty sure they were going to because he wasn't in the trailer at all, mm-hmm. and he wasn't in any of the trailers. And I was like, when I when I saw him in the movie, I was like, why haven't they shown this kid before? I've never. Mm-hmm. They didn't put him in any of the, any of the prom, uh, promotional material, and so then when I saw like Emily Blunt's reaction to like as John Krasinski's running up to the kid. I was like, yeah, this kid's dead. This is, they're going to. It's gonna it's interesting, him. like, because of that trauma, like, what, and in this world, like, how that all worked out. Because it's like, we flash forward to, like, over a year later or whatever. Yeah. And, like, they, it's seemingly, no one's had any, you know, very few conversations about this. Yeah. And uh, yeah. E- even to the point where finally, whenever they're down in the basement, um, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski have that conversation and, and like, kind of she's wants to talk about it and he's like, no, I'm not, you know, and he's his resistance to this. And I guess that like that his character is the only one that I was kind of like, I, I, I get it where it's like, he's very stoic. I also don't know if he made any really like tactical errors in a physical like respect where it's like, you know, with uh, like Emily Blunt steps on the nail, the, the girl like makes an error, the boy falls inside of the thing. And like, I mean, there's lots of like errors that everybody almost makes, but his is relegated to the emotional error of like not dealing with a trauma, not talking to your family, not, not trusting your family, not treating, like having them take care of themselves and things. Yeah, so, well, I feel like that's very like representative of like probably how a lot of like men feel where it's like, well, I can, I can line up all these things. Yep. And, you know, you know, take care of my family in all these ways, but then not deal with anything emotionally. And this probably the there. biggest thing that's happened. I actually, exactly. I literally years. thought that exact thing as I'm watching the movie. I was like, dude, this is like a hyperbolic, like allegory for just being a dad. Mm. Like you get this feeling like my kids aren't safe unless I'm there to protect them. Mm. And, uh, and the, the relationship he had with his son 
was so unique uh, and and I totally related to it because it's like you're as a dad, you're terrified and your kids are terrified, but you're trying to tell your kids not to be scared when you're mm. scared mm. and trying to get them to do things and like fend for themselves. And it's like, you have to do this. And mm. Like, well, I don't mm. want to because I'm scared. And you're like, you still have to do it. Like, <laughs> and just that mm. whole sequence where he takes them on that walk and they go to that waterfall. Mm. Like, that's just such a great example of what it's like to be a dad and to parent uh, a boy through like overcoming fear and mm. like taking over like manly duties, you mm. know, and just like the whole thing of like, there's stuff out in the world that you don't want your kids to be exposed to and you don't want your kids to, to see. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was just kind of like, I know exactly how John Krasinski feels right now. Like, mm -hmm. and, and not just about a dad, but just being a, a guy mm -hmm. with a family. Like, that's it's interesting like i also liked the dynamic between and the way that it was it was done between like him and emily blunt wherever like she just like looks at him whenever whenever he won't, the, the, won't, won't the take son or john uh john okay like she just looks at john whenever he won't like take their daughter you know he yeah. won't take take her with him and she just like looks at him and then he's just like next time you know it's like you can tell like this is dripping with like this this like you yeah. are being such a jerk right now because yeah. you well, are scared you well, aren't ready to handle this she is well, so well, and, and maybe that's what it is i think like there's there's two sides of it like it's maybe he was actually you know like still blaming her in some way but also like i would be i would i would be scared to take someone who doesn't know that she's making noise out into this world right you know that where that can kill you, you know? And I think, I think like, that's what, that's what, that's what it is. And like, but then the kids are misreading this, both yeah. the son and the daughter are misreading it as, maybe. as it being, you know, him blaming her, or maybe he was blaming her in some way. Yeah. But I also think like the fact that your kids can, can ask that question, like the fact that the son yeah. literally can ask that question is like, man, what are you doing? Like with, not communicating with these kids at well, all. Well, yeah, well, especially the whole, like, you know, you should tell her that you love her kind of thing is, like, you know, it's just, those are real issues, you yeah. know? Yeah, And, um, sure, maybe he has loved her all along, or maybe, like, there, you know, whenever he asked him that question, do you love her? Because he took a second to think about it, like, man, do my actions actually support the way I honestly feel? Mm -hmm. I do love her, but do I really, like, express that? Yeah. Well, I think that also like translates to like whenever you're, like I said earlier, like whenever she's ready to, to go out and like, she has to, at some point learn to deal with this world. And it's like, whenever she's ready to do that, but he's not confident enough to do it or to, or he's too scared to go ahead and like pull the trigger on it. And obviously like between that, that moment of like next time between him and Emily Blunt is like, Hey, you know, Emily Blunt obviously thinks he should, and, uh, and so, I mean, just, just that fear can translate really interestingly to other people. Yeah. Well, and I think that's also like, you know, you look at it, you know, sometimes in any relationship with anything, sometimes one person is ready before the next person and it may suck for the person who has to wait, but it's like, you really have, you have to wait till both people are on the same page, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and it just the the no not being able to talk about things openly like you know in real time other than like sign language really just exacerbates these problems and shines a spotlight on them um, in a very unique way. Yeah. Well, in the, in the world, like even 
it's just dangerous to move move around almost in, yeah. this, in this world. Like walking on oh. the sand, like, and not you know they're rolling dice on a cloth. They're I mean like everything that you do has like a risk and a and a potential consequence. And so like it would it would really like even even with people who are fluent obviously in a in a like language that normally you could probably like you could sit there and speak sign language with these people all you know all you want. But like the more you move, even mm-hmm. the more potential for there being noise and then add on to that like the the trauma of of losing a family member mm-hmm. and like what that's doing to each person mm-hmm. over the last year and a couple of months and mm-hmm. it's like man this is such a unique story like you remove the aliens from it even you know and it's like man this is a this is a unique drama that would play out in an interesting way mm-hmm. I didn't expect the, this from this movie. Like, I expected it to be good. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be as complex, you know, as it as it is. Um, I loved it. Yeah, I did too. I think comparing it to like some of the other like horror films, you know, I've seen like scary or horror films, and I've seen like more tense thrillers, but like you like that has this layer of complexity to it and this level of uh, of emotion to it that it doesn't exist in other other films and even the same two genres of thriller and you know yeah so i mean it's very mature like not mature in content well i mean yeah but you know like it's 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 a it's it's thought through it has it has heart in it but it also like it's a very smart movie Mm -hmm. um and it's it doesn't make a lot of they don't make a lot of mistakes that i feel like just you know a lot of movies fall into Mm mm-hmm are we ready to rate this? Yes. I think so. What do you guys rate oh, this thing? Oh, well, I was, oh. was going to say, whenever it would ramp up tension, it reminded me of gravity a lot. Like, yeah. Just to ramp up everything to mm. this, this point, you know, and then, like, you'd go, like, into something, you know. Yep. Yeah. Hey, we got to be quiet again. The yep. only miss, as far as the soundtrack, I wanted to bring this back up, was whenever, early on, whenever... Um, I forgot. Well, she was walking down the road. There's a there's an element of the soundtrack that almost sounds like a scream or sounds like like a whine of some sort, and it's like it threw me off. Where I was like, "Is that in the environment or is that in the like soundtrack?" And it's like after a couple of times it happens, I was like, "Okay, clearly this is in the soundtrack," but it kind of like threw me off for a second there. Was it? I, f- I feel like I might. Was it? Was it her um, earpiece? I mean, it was definitely in the soundtrack because it was on the pitch of like what was going mm. on too. And uh, that's why I initially was like, that must be in the soundtrack, right? You know, but mm. I don't know. Like it was, uh, it was directly after the raccoon kind of thing. It was mm. like the next day or something. Mm. Cool. But yeah. Are right, we ready to rate this? Yeah. Yep. Cool. I'm going to give this a 9.5. So that's a, that's a high score. What do you give this? Hmm. I'm wrestling between 9 and 9.5. I feel like. I give Blade Runner. I didn't rate Blade Runner, but I've I've talked about it. and I've said it's a it's a ten, right? Yeah. I mean, this is all. I think it's intended, dude. This is all subjective. This is in your brain, you know. I mean, it's. (sighs) Then does it even matter? You asked. You you asked us what your rating of that movie is, and I'm like, I don't. I don't know, man. (laughs) Tell me what I rate this. I don't remember what I say. What would I rate? I don't remember what I say either. Um. Yeah, I'd I'd give it a I'd give it a solid nine. Yeah, I'm like wavering between like eight point five and nine, so I'll give it a solid eight point five. And it's like it'll probably gnaw at my brain and eventually land up higher, but you know it's it's kind of one of those. So 
I think the only reason I wouldn't do it higher is just because I don't know how many times I could watch that movie and not have like a heart condition at the end <laughs> of it. Like, this is one of those movies. Like, I I want to uh, whenever um, whenever Paranormal Activity came out, I watched that like a ton with yeah. different people because I want to see them all react yeah. to it. Uh, I I want to take like everyone to this movie. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. interesting about that, like, it's it's a movie with something to say, whereas Paranormal Activity is just like scare you, you yes. know. And so, like, yeah, that's for that, sure. That's also awesome about. Well, like, and I also think this is one that you should see in theaters. Like, see it in the surround it was, sound. It was super surreal to be sitting in a theater that was pretty much packed, mm -hmm. and the first ten minutes of the movie is almost silent mm -hmm. completely silent it was like the whole theater had their breath held yeah and nobody's talking nobody's like usually there was a lady a, there's a goofball there was a lady in front of us who like got super uncomfortable and she like kept like she had her phone like screen really down on brightness but she kept like early on in the movie she kept being like like looking at a like home screen and it's just like she's not opening any apps or anything she's just like super uncomfortable and you know how like you're uncomfortable <laughs> in, like a doctor's office make looking around making eye contact so you like look at your phone yeah it was like that she yeah. was just like i don't know i don't know what to do here <laughs> the only other time i've experienced that was when i saw the artist that movie me made me want to fall asleep though because it was <laughs> just music the whole time hey, everyone was asleep yeah <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack consisted of surround sound snoring i don't know oh <laughs> uh, man well so yeah that's what we rate this a quiet place I'm, I'm, uh, I can't wait to see what John Krasinski does next. I know. Also, Emily Blunt, man, she's just great. Fantastic. Yeah. And I'm excited. So I think, isn't she in... Um, she's in something coming up. So she's in... She is Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah. And like, she's fantastic in everything. And yeah. so it's like, I'm super excited for her to take on Mary Poppins. Like, is she's she pretty much perfect for that. Is that her? I don't know. She and Looper? She was in uh, remember. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of, to Edge of Tomorrow. Live oh Diverse. That movie. I wish I had seen that in theaters. It was such a good movie. I know. I saw it. I, I, I think I did I rent it or I might have bought it. The thing is, it looked real dumb. Yeah, it looked super stupid. But then I watched <laughs> and I was like, this That's, is amazing. It's yeah. like sci fi Groundhog's Day is what they build it as, yeah. basically. Yeah. And I was well, like, I don't want to watch that. But then it's like supposedly fantastic. I don't know. What was that movie that um, the dude who did. Uh, um, Elysium, that movie mm -hmm. that came out, I feel like around the same time, and mm -hmm. that got terrible reviews. So I was just like, I don't, you know, these yeah. both look similar. They both have like they both had like suits that the dudes wore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, she's oh, and then obvious, and then uh, Sicario. She's just mm. great in Sicario. Have you seen Sicario? No. Oh my god, you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Man, when you have a Sicario night. <laughs> Sicario night. <laughs> well, the second one's coming out soon. So yeah, second one's coming out soon. So we have to have it before then. All right. Well, that's it for this week. What are we doing next week? Are we, is there I something? I don't have anything on the calendar, but it feels like there's something that's I, supposed when to is come Rampage? out. Rampage. I don't know. That might be next week. I don't know if we have that in the calendar, man. No. So we weren't going to review that, but I feel like since it's a video game movie, we should. Chris, it's not going to be good. <laughs> I, I mean, but we have to serve our audience, man. But is your know. audience asking for it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just assuming. Chris, well, I think I think you I mean, if, just really want to see this because of uh, because of the rock. His, the rock. I definitely love the rock and his large arms. Uh, and his large. Um, this is the thing. I feel like our audience would appreciate if we go save them from this movie. If we, <laughs> if you know, if it's bad, but also if it's great, we tell them to go see it. 
mean, it's next week, so. Okay. I'm all for it. Let's movie pass it. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm really getting my money's worth out of my movie pass this month. I mean, that's not what it's lie, for, so. man. We're going to run them straight out of business. <laughs> no, they're making plenty off your information. Those right boys, man, just, we can't take their viewing habits anymore. Well, I have a friend who like goes like every single night. Like, like, tr- that's, like, that's and, like, like every movie, and you know, tries to anyway. And so, uh, so I, it's like, I feel like they're going to raise the price and be like, hey, this is because of you. You know, yeah. <laughs> everyone pays more because of all of you who use this too frequently. Oh, man. Uh, you can find us online at staintargetpodcast.com on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And John Wright 777 And Fultron84. I need to tweet more, guys. <laughs> Dude, I haven't tweeted in forever. Like, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, me neither. I, I also, I also... The only like, tweets I have are ones that I copy from Instagram. <laughs> what's, what's awesome about, like, social media, like, even Instagram now, like, ever since I signed up for the, uh, like, where your photos go to Apple's cloud or whatever, like, I always used to use Instagram as basically, like, hey, here's what I've been doing, like, as, like, my personal photo journal, and now just, like, my iCloud photo share or whatever is that, and hmm. so I'm just, like, because it batches things in events and things where it's, like, hey, here's whenever you got together with these people, or here's this weekend, like, these big significant things, it batches yeah. them all together, and I'm, like, that's way more convenient than an Instagram feed. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's uh, Social medias are interesting, man. Yes, they are interesting. But social medias. The social medias. Well, that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.